Hello, if you have been following along from last week, you will know that June is our birthday month. So we are giving away a prize every single week. So this week, just like last week, we are giving away access to one person to my eight-week Puppy Parenting 101 program. So if you would like to be in with a chance to win that for you and your puppy or your soon-to-be puppy, then go to the show notes under this episode and click on the link there that will take you to enter for the prize draw. We'll be selecting someone at random and emailing you at the end of the week to let you know if you are a winner. So let's get to the episode. Parenting your much-loved dog is a relationship like no other. Our dogs are individuals and there is no one-size-fits-all when it comes to training. Hi, I'm Dr Holly Tett, professional dog trainer and clinical psychologist, and each week on Letters from Your Dog, we'll look at understanding specific dog training questions and struggles from your dog's point of view. Thanks for being here. Let's get to the episode. Hi everybody, if you are listening to this podcast and you listen regularly, absolutely love it if you could hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so that this helps us to reach more dogs and their people and provide help for them all over the world. Thank you very much if you're able to do that for us. So today we're going to be talking about puppies, one of my favourite topics as you probably know by now, and we're thinking specifically about how to really crack your toilet training. So toilet training, potty training, whatever you want to call it, it can be really, really tricky for some dogs. Some puppies just get it and you're like, wow, you're amazing, you were born knowing this, but other puppies really, really struggle. A couple of weeks ago at Paws Up Dogs, we did a five-day puppy training challenge. So we had puppies joining us from all over the world with their people as well, of course. And a few people were asking for support with puppy toilet training. So this is technically a listener question question episode, but not quite. <laughs> um, so a few of the things that people often ask about is how to use puppy pads, puppy training pads, because... Puppies often rip them up, destroy them, or ignore them and just wee on the floor. (laughs) Um, Other question that's really, really common is, I take my puppy outside to the toilet and he doesn't go, but then when I come back in, he wees or poos on the floor. Um, Another thing that people often ask is, how do I get my puppy to hold it throughout the night? Because they need to go in the night and they wake me up as well. And probably the fourth most common one is, I leave the door open, but he still goes in the house. So I'm going to just tackle a little bit of why some of these things might be happening. And then I'm going to give you a quick fire rundown of how I go about training, toilet training in my house. So let's just take a couple of these examples. So we're going to start with chewing up the puppy pad. So why might this happen? Well, firstly, it's fun. (laughs) So... Dogs love destroying. It's part of their predation sequence. It's natural to them. If you give dog cardboard box, they'll probably rip it up. So puppy pads are fun to rip up and destroy. They're kind of papery and puppies like to chew on them and there might be loads available in your home. So, you know, some dogs just enjoy it. It's just fun for them. The second reason is that they might be feeling some pressure to use them so if you're taking them over to the puppy pad all the time and standing there and kind of standing over them they might be like oh don't really understand what to do in this situation so I'm just going to grab the nearest thing and chew it so that's another reason why that might happen 
The third reason can be the smell. So if they have urinated on it a little bit earlier in the day and perhaps you've left that same puppy pad pad out, they might just not want to go on it again because it smells of their own urine. Now, this isn't the case for all dogs. Some dogs that would encourage them, but for some dogs that might be the reason why. So let's think a little bit now about why sometimes you'll take your puppy out into the garden um, to go to the toilet and they won't go and then they'll come back in the house and then we on the floor and you're like, we just went outside. <laughs> There's lots and lots of reasons for this. But again, my top three. Number one, they're distracted. The outside world is incredible. There's lots of things to go and smell, to play with, to chew on. And actually, they don't know that the purpose of the trip outside is to use the bathroom. They just think they're going out to have some fun. So even if they really need the toilet, they might be too distracted to go. So distraction is probably the top reason. The second one, again, is a sense of pressure. So if you're really nagging them and saying, come on, let's go, let's get busy, let's get busy, or whatever you say, whatever your word is, the puppy's like, oh, I don't really know what that means, but I know that I need to be doing something, and oh, it's just a bit too much pressure. So they don't do it. Come back in the house where you've normally stopped nagging them and then ah, relieve themselves on the kitchen floor. (laughs) Um, The third reason, and this is related, they might just not feel safe outside. So the world is a big new place to your puppy. Everything is brand new. And often inside the house, we keep them in a relatively small area. So they might just have access to a small part of the house initially because we're supervising them. Um, So when they go outside, imagine if you look up and you're a puppy, the sky is expansive everything around you is huge they're so low to the ground so they might just not feel safe outside so that's another reason why that can happen so I'm going to quickly run you through the rough plan that I use for my puppies when I get a new puppy and this usually has them toilet train within a couple of weeks obviously you're going to have a few mishaps that's life and that's normal but for the most part this is what really really works for me and my puppies So get yourself on a schedule, them too, but mainly you. (laughs) So when I have a young puppy, an eight-week-old puppy, I'm taking them out to use the bathroom every hour on the hour. Okay, so the exception to that, if my puppy is asleep, I'm not going to wake them up to take them outside. But I will be taking them out every time they wake up, after they've eaten a meal, had a drink, a big play session, anything very exciting, we're going to be going outside. That is an addition to your hourly toilet break. Sometimes you might be able to tally them up, but not always. When you've just got a chilled out day and you're relaxing at home, every hour, take them out, see if they need to go to the toilet. Set an alarm if you need to. (laughs) So going out for a bathroom break is different from going out for an exploring or a play break. So we absolutely want our puppies to explore our backyards and our gardens if we've got them, outside world, sniffing, playing out there, all of those great things. But when we are teaching our toilet training, these specified breaks are for using the bathroom, whether that's the day, the afternoon, the evening. The night. <laughs> so the best way of managing that is to get your puppy on their harness and lead, get them used to that nice and young, carry them, pick them up, carry them outside, put them down in a spot where you've seen them use the bathroom before. So maybe it's a really nice bit of grass, maybe it's next to a bush, but somewhere. And then you're just going to stand still. So we're not going to go walking around the whole garden. We're not going to be sniffing everything in sight. Just going to stand still and just wait and see what happens. 
Now, I don't need you standing out there for 20 minutes until they go to the toilet. If they haven't gone within a couple of minutes, no worries. Pick them up, head back in the house. Supervise, supervise, supervise. Watching for any sign that that puppy's about to go to the toilet. So sniffing the ground, turning turning in circles, whatever it is that your puppy does when they're about to go. And you'll get used to those signs very, very quickly. You're watching out for all of those things. If you see those signs, head back out again. Otherwise, give it five minutes or so and then head back out. So what we're doing is we're waiting for the puppy to show that they're actually going to go. Puppies at eight weeks will probably need to go about once an hour. If your puppy's really struggling, you might do every 30 minutes. And then as the puppy starts to get older, you just increase that time. So toilet break every two hours, toilet break every three hours, every four hours, etc, etc. My adult dogs during the day probably go about once every five hours or so. And then at night, the last time is about 10, 11 and they sleep till nine. So an adult dog can hold it for much, much longer. Certain breeds find it a little bit harder. So some of the very small dogs with very tiny bladders, you might be on that 30 minute schedule initially. Okay, so what about what you do? So you want to be very careful when you do go out for these designated breaks that you don't nag. So don't go, come on, let's go, wee wee, poo poo, potty, whatever your word is. Just be relatively boring and silent. So we're not being fun and exciting. We're not nagging them and trying to get them to go by using our words because they don't know what they mean anyway but instead we're just waiting nice and patiently nice and still and waiting for the magic to happen (laughs) um in terms of adding in a verbal cue I will add in a verbal cue from very very young but when the puppy is midway through doing whatever it is they're doing. <laughs> so I personally use a different cue for the different types. So I use wee wee and get it done. Apologies if your dog is listening to this and that's your word as well. <laughs> um, you can use whatever you want. Some people just choose to use one word. But I will say the word as the puppy is doing the action. So what that is doing is helping the puppy to pair that word with what they're doing with that action. I personally don't use treats for toilet training because I think it can be a little bit confusing for the pup, especially if they're very excited by treats. Um, They can learn accidentally that going to the toilet means the treat rather than going to the toilet outside so instead I'm just quite low-key with my praise so I'd be say get it done and once they're finished yeah good girl okay let's head back inside okay so just quite low-key timing so oh I've spoken about that already (laughs) um okay so Some easy, easy wins. As I said, you want to go out, head out after eating, sleeping, playing, drinking, those kinds of things, high excitement levels. You're probably going to have success at those times. So that's really great. And, you know, let's say you're on a schedule of on the hour. Let's say you're scheduled to go out at 12. You have a play session at quarter to 12. You take your puppy out at 10 to 12. You don't obviously then need to go out at 12 again. You just reset your clock for an hour later. So you need to just be a little bit sensible with it. Okay, Um, over time, you're going to increase time, like I said, you're also going to move your cue up. So at the moment, we're saying get it done whilst they're mid action. Over time, you can see when your puppy's sniffing, getting ready to go and you can say get it done and then they'll do it. And then eventually you get to the point with an adult dog where I'll open my back door and say get it done. And within a minute or so, all three of them are doing exactly what I've asked them to do, which is great. It makes for a very funny picture as well. (laughs) Okay, 
So that is my general schedule. That's what I do. I have my puppies sleeping in my bedroom with me so that when they are very young, sort of between eight to 12 weeks for most pups, um, I do expect to go out once in the night. Again, we go out quietly, we go out on the lead, we wait for them to go, we come straight back in again. Um, So we're not hanging out there for half an hour at three in the morning. Most of the time, maybe an eight week old puppy, you might go out once or twice little bit um, more often if you've got one of those very very small dogs possibly Um, but usually within about by about five months puppies are sleeping through the night and you should be okay obviously you know don't expect them to to sleep from 7 p.m to 11 (laughs) a.m it's going to be a bit more sensible but I normally take mine out about midnight you're going to vary that depending on your schedule and then you know about 7 or 8 a.m in the morning usually Okay, so I'm just going to give you some quick fire tips that will help if you have some other questions. So should I use puppy pads or not? I personally don't. I think it gives the message that you're saying it's cool to to go to the toilet in the house. I don't bother. If you're on this schedule, you won't need them anyway, and it solves the problem of ripping them up. I leave the door open and my puppy still goes in the house. Well, that's just because your puppy doesn't understand yet that the door open means I should leave the house and go outside. Don't forget as well that if they aren't feeling particularly safe outside, they're unlikely to travel out on their own. Um, So you need to be part of this toilet training process. We can't expect them to figure that out on their own just yet. Um, We've spoken about not nagging. That's really important. Um, do expect to get get up in the night initially, as I said, don't punish and react in any way as and when they do go to the toilet in the house. You are going to have some mishaps. You're going to have some slip ups. Try to supervise your puppy when they're awake as much as you can. This is for safety reasons, as well as for toilet training. You want to know where they're, what they're up to and what they're doing. Um, but just don't punish them. If they do go in the house, just say nothing about it. Move them out of the way. I often, if they're still going, I'll carry them outside to finish off outside if possible. But if not, no worries. We're going to clean it up and say no more about it. Um, when you are cleaning up, make sure you're using an enzyme-based cleaner that's going to break down that odour because if you don't and you use a regular floor cleaner, it doesn't cover up the odour for the dog. And what happens? Well, they're more likely to go and pee where they've done it last time. So you'll get them doing it more often in the house. So that's really important. And just lastly, as a reminder, create the experience from a place of safety. So nice, loose body language from you, nice, loose, happy facial expressions from you, quiet praise when they do what we're looking for, no punishment when they don't, and you will have a beautifully toilet trained puppy in no time. What about if it's not a puppy? What about if it's a rehome dog? Exactly the same, exactly the same. You might not maybe go out every hour if the puppy has got some experience or the dog's got some experience of being toilet trained but if not and they've never had it exactly like a puppy straight from scratch okie dokie so as you guys know we are in our birthday month at the moment so if you would like to be in with a chance to win our prize which is very topical this week so exactly like last week we are giving away to one lucky winner access to my eight-week puppy parenting 101 comprehensive puppy training program what you have to do is go to the show notes click on the link there and 
you will be in with a chance to win. We will email out the winners. If you applied last week and you didn't win, you need to reapply this week because we deleted everyone and started from scratch so that we could get a new randomised winner. So if you didn't win last week and you want to be in with a chance of winning this week, go and click on that link in the show notes and I will see you soon. Take care. Just before you go, don't forget if you would like to be in with a chance to win access to Puppy Parenting 101, my eight-week puppy program with loads of puppy training modules and one-to-one and group support from me as well, be sure to go to the show notes and click the link to be able to register. We'll be emailing out the winner very, very soon. If you also are interested, we have a three-part workshop series at the moment with myself, Laura Donaldson and Andy Hale. We're discussing three really important concepts in dog training, creating safety, creating freedom and creating connection with a little bit of a twist. So these workshops aren't like anything you've really heard before and we're really, really excited to share them with you. Workshop one has happened already, but if you would like to buy the block of three, you can still get access to the recording of workshop one or you can just come to workshop two and three. Hope to see you in there. (music) 